So yeah, on the cheat sheet, really, it's going to just break down how to create ideas really quickly and how to make it an easy process. So essentially, it's a, a, a three-step process. So step number one is to choose what is the outcome that you want to create. So is it to entertain people? Is it to educate? Is it to enroll? Like, are you trying to get somebody to take some sort of action, right? So you, you know, reach out to me for a free quote, like say you're trying to get like a commercial project or, you know, reach out to me for summer opportunities in your, in Niagara Falls, whatever. So you've you got to kind of figure out why are you making the post in the first place? I think a lot of the times it's going to be to educate slash document. Um, so we'll kind of go off of that framework. And then step number two is to choose a theme or a topic of the post. Welcome to the Leaders of Tomorrow podcast. My name is Chris Thompson, your host of the show and the head coach of the Student Works Management Program. This is a show dedicated to young and ambitious entrepreneurs and ultimately the leaders of tomorrow. Each week, we will bring you an inspiring interview or message to help you create the future you know you deserve. Let's get started. Hey, leaders, really, really excited. John Cameron has been on our Leaders of Tomorrow podcast before and a senior leader in our, in our business. He's actually shifting now his role from full-time business coach to head of our marketing and uh, digital marketing and recruiting. We were just thinking about branding and about how important it is as a young leader to really develop an incredible personal brand. We really dig in in a major way about all the reasons why it is, all the things that hold people back, the concerns that people have. And we have a step-by-step process for, for people to start making progress. In the show notes, we're going to share a step-by-step process. We just believe that personal branding is, is, is incredibly important, will be incredibly important for your future. And we want you starting now. Okay. (laughs) There's no better time than now. I know many of you already are starting to develop your brands and and we want, we want you to continue. I'll know. I know you'll love this conversation. Please share this with anybody else interested, any other leaders. And of course, you know, what we're up to is uh, we're just, I guess it's July 12th. I I think this will get out sometime in July, August. We're now just starting to really focus on 2023 marketing, looking for amazing recruits for 2023. If you know any amazing young leaders, please send them my way. Send them to studentworks.com. Any feedback or any recruits, potential recruits, Thompson at studentworks.com. Thanks so much. Have an unbelievably great day. John Cameron, welcome back to the Leaders of Tomorrow podcast. Thanks for having me, Chris. Yeah, no, really, really excited. And you know, uh, this is this is a a conversation that really you really are are really passionate about. You know, the idea of building a brand, the idea of really seeing seeing life a lot differently than than you know I, I know than than my generation. Right? It's it's a lot. The world's a lot different, and there's there's just this huge other spot that we can build our businesses and we can build our brands. Yeah. I I love the world of branding for that reason. Like obviously it helps with like, you know, it's marketing, it's sales, but it's also just documenting all the stuff that you're up to. And I know that one of the things that I always mention to my team and to all the other coaches and people that I talk with is that this is the first time in the history of the world that we have the ability to document in the way that we can right now. And to be able to have all of our thoughts out there for the world to see and really for our kids and our kids, kids to be able to go and see, you know, I really wish that I was able to see what my dad was doing and what my dad was thinking when he was starting his entrepreneurial journey. So for me, that's one of the big things is like, you know, just putting my thoughts out there for me to look back on, for my kids to look back on and for, you know, other people to see as well. I think that's really awesome. And I know, I know one of the things I wanted to bring up is I wanted to bring up Gary V. So, so both of you are big fans of Gary V. I know you're a bigger fan. You know, a lot of people call Johnny Johnny V. Uh, uh, so, so uh, kiddingly and and with fun, etc. And 
I've read a number of his books and uh, just, you know, follow, follow him. And, and once you share about, you know, what Gary V is about, what he's done just for our leaders who may not be, be aware and, and really, again, how he's gone and built his brand and not saying necessarily that that's what we want people to do in any way whatsoever. Yeah. So for a big chunk of his life, he had been working in his dad's liquor store. And then I think when he was about 30 years old, he went out on his own, left the business with no real, like no equity, no big payout, no nothing. He built it from, I think like three to 60 million or something like that. And then he started a company called Vayner Media, where he does this social media marketing for some of the world's biggest brands like Coke or Pepsi and all of these really massive Fortune 500 brands. And he's just been a business builder since he was a kid, you know, kind of flipping baseball cards and selling lemonade and cutting grass and ripping out flowers, selling them back to people. And what he's been doing is he's just been documenting his journey and sharing his insights over like the last decade or so. So for a big portion of his life, he wasn't really sharing anything. And then as he started being more involved in wine library, his dad's uh, wine liquor store, he started a show called wine library TV and started seeing like the power that that was able to have started getting invited onto all sorts of different talk shows to share about what he was doing. Cause he basically did this wine show on YouTube, which for the time was just kind of crazy. And now he's got this massive audience of people who really want to learn mindset and learn business. And so I found Gary back when I was running my business in my first year. And ever since, like I've just been listening to his podcast, watching his Instagrams and his YouTube videos and really learning about what it takes to build a brand and just different ways to do marketing and to think about personal branding is, is a lot of what the kind of stuff he talks about. Yeah. And one of the things that I think it's really important when we bring up someone like Gary V is, is he sharing ideas that all of us or anybody who listens or, you know, and then continues to listen because they're getting value, find valuable. And guess what? What Gary V sharing isn't all unique. Some of what Gary's sharing, of course, is unique, right? And, and, or, or doing it uniquely or sharing it uniquely. And he's sharing, you know, wisdom. He's sharing things he's learned. He's learned from all sorts of people, right? And that's what Gary would say, I'm sure. And, and that one of the things about, about again, being and swimming in, and, and when we're going to talk about branding is and talk about things you're sharing. It's, you don't have to share unique ideas. It's, it's, we're just sharing things that again, got us excited today, or we're thinking about something, or there's a quote, or there's something interesting. And as you mentioned, documenting our progress, documenting maybe our challenges, our successes, you know, the different things that are happening. Yeah. There's a bunch of different ways to kind of position yourself as an expert or somebody who is looking to become an expert in a space you can go out and share from your own personal experience and be that leader, but you can also, you know, almost be like a reporter and go out and find things out and bring them back to the people who are following you as well. So, you know, you could go and say, I read Amazon's letter to shareholders for the last five years. And here are my top three takeaways. Right. And what that does is it just shows people that you're interested in this kind of stuff and that you're really trying to learn about whatever you're sharing about, right? So you don't have to go and share just completely original ideas that you thought of that nobody else had. You can just give credit where credit is due. You know, I, I watched, you know, all of Gary V's keynotes for the last 10 years. Here were the top five things that I think you need to know if you're a 25 year old or whatever, right? Or even I just listened to this keynote and here's what I took away, right? So, so yeah, it's, I, I think it's, and, and that's, by the way, really valuable to someone. Oh, okay. You know, I've condensed it. I've seen it. You know, that's actually a, a big question that I ask quite regularly in my coaching. So what did you take away? What are you, what are you learning from that? What did you get away? What's your biggest takeaway? So it's a really great question. And so when people can add it, it uh, you know, sort of share those things, it, it can be really powerful. So really the purpose of our podcast today is, all the leaders who come here and listen, you know, uh, I, again, I want to acknowledge all of them for who they are as leaders and they're interested in a big life. And so one of the things that's changed and, and it's, it is, you know, changing and changing and changing is, is that there's a way to go and put your brand out there. 
Okay. And we're not, we're not suggesting, you know, necessarily, uh, you know, Instagram or, or, or creating, uh, you know, creating a, a brand, um, you know, million followers or anything like that, but just, just, it's a way of putting your brand out there, documenting your life so that having you think about, well, Hey, in five years, will an employer come back and look at this or will a future partner or a strategic alliance come in and say, what was this Johnny Cameron doing back then? Or what is, you know, and, and wow, look what they're up to and look what they were up to at 18 and 24. And, and now they're just seeing this pathway that has people feel really, really confident about what you're doing. Yeah. Well, and I know you say this all the time. It's not about what you know, but who, you know, and more importantly, who, you know, that thinks highly of you. Yes. Love that. And so back in the day, like in order for you to actually, you know, build out this reputation, it would be a lot of one-on-one sort of interactions. And then, Oh, that person kind of talks about you there, but really what I view this branding as, and by documenting, especially like on LinkedIn, where I think it's a very professional platform. It's where that stuff is, is destined to live. It's like you're scaling who knows you and who thinks highly of you. And there's been lots of instances over the last few years where I've gotten more serious about posting on LinkedIn, where, you know, people will come up to me and they go like, Oh, I see your post. I saw that. And, you know, I just thought that that was so great. And so, you know, there's all these people that I haven't really even spoken to in years, but I'll see them, you know, at a gathering a party, whatever. And they're just like, they know what I'm up to. Right. And so you don't know where that might come into play in your future, whether it is like, you know, maybe it's their dad's a venture capitalist and, you know, they're looking for new investments and, you know, they go, Oh, you know what, that, that John guy has been doing a bunch of stuff. He just posted about how he's starting X, Y, Z or whatever. And you just don't know where that's going to come into play. Right. And so it's about scaling who knows you and who thinks highly of you. Love it. Love it, John. And what, one of the things I think would be really awesome is just sharing some stories to personalize it. And I knew you shared it. Why don't I share just a personal story? So I've been working on building my LinkedIn brand for, for a long period of time. First of all, connecting. And then really, I think, I think John, you know, really it's, it's mostly about building the brand. I, I'm going to, I'm going to point at Johnny to say, thank you. And Johnny's done all sorts in our business to transform our business about how we're operating. Again, another acknowledgement for John, but there was a company uh, and there is a company called the executive committee tech, and they are one of the world's best, you know, facilitated leadership organizations. And what they do is they have a, you know, it's older, you know, male or female who are the, who are the, the coaches uh, and, and they basically coach a group of 20, 30, 40, 50 year olds. And they basically, they, they make, you know, I know, plus other things that they're doing on the side. And it's, and it's one of those things passing on that mentorship, that leadership that they've learned for years and years. I identified them literally 20 years ago as an organization that I saw that potentially, Hey, later on, I didn't know that we would be doing as well as we are right now. And that I'd still be doing this. That was always my intention. I didn't know that. So that was always a spot that I saw myself I would really love to be a tech chair. They call them tech chairs. So it's a significant, you know, income opportunity, significant contribution, you know, sharing all the wealth of knowledge, you know, connecting people, thousands and thousands of people in this organization worldwide. So why am I sharing that? Well, year and a half ago, the executive committee, because of what is on my, my, my LinkedIn, reaching out to me to recruit me. So super cool. I only had one meeting. That was hard, John, because I must say I felt good. Okay. But I I pulled it back and I said, no, my home is my home is student works and there's no sense meeting again. I know I could get the gig. Stop, Chris, stop. So, (laughs) so just sharing a little, sharing a little, well, well, authentically there, but yes, I did feel good that, that somebody, somebody that I wanted was coming after me. Yes. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, and, and credit to you, right? Like obviously a lot of really great stuff has been built. And if you're not sharing what you're building, then how does anybody know that you're actually building it? How does anybody know to give you that opportunity to reach out to you? And I've had lots of opportunities come into my LinkedIn inbox and same thing, like, you know, happy doing what I'm doing. But, you know, it does feel good. And, you know, it might be something that comes into play years and years from now. And you just 
you don't know what might happen, but if you're not sharing about what you're learning, you're not sharing about what you're doing, then those opportunities just can't exist. And I know it's something that, you know, we talk about is one of our big commitments is just to help every one of our students graduate with confidence, go on to have a massive career. And I just think like, if they're not doing this, then they're just leaving opportunities on the table, right? Like had you not been sharing that opportunity wouldn't have been, been presented to you most likely. Right. Well, well, yeah, for sure. And, and I know you were saying, you know, again, if a tree falls in the forest, does anyone know, right? Like, it's like, if you, if, if you ran a business, but you never told anyone, does anyone know? What's the benefit of it? Right. So, you know, and, and, and again, it's, it's one of those things we learn in our communicating of something we share by sharing things we learn. And then we're, we're more also just going to interact with people and learn from people. So one other consistent theme is, and as we're talking about this, this shows up for me is our operators are sorry, our alumni leaving the program are regularly headhunted. Okay, why they head on it? Because they can clearly see the brands that they're working with, what they're doing, and they've they've created this. And again, what are the chances of being headhunted even more, uh, attracted even more? Again, just one final story on this, because because I, I really want people to get it. Like, remember in life, we don't do anything unless we get it. Right. So there's and we're going to get to sort of more nitty gritty. We're going to share more nitty gritty. We're going to put the, a bunch of John's work in the in the uh, in the notes. So so everybody can listen, not just our student works, uh, amazing operators, but but everybody who, who can access this podcast. So we're going to give you a whole bunch of action steps to take. But to me, unless I I'm, unless I'm willing to take it, unless I see the value, unless I'm like, all right, I got to go do it. So one final story, one of our top operators, he's been on the podcast twice, and I'm sure he'll come, come back um, because of his amazing success, Austin Trudeau. So when Austin graduated, okay, he worked two years as a painter and, or one as a production man, one as a painter, uh, four as an operator, was a coach for two years, uh, broke our all-time record, you know, rookie operator of the year, also was a superstar coach in our business. When he graduated uh, from his MBA while doing this full time, doing over a half million dollars in business, he had, by my understanding, three or four opportunities. Okay. Why was that? Because of the brand that he was building. Okay. Because of people who knew what he was up to. And he ended up taking on an opportunity where he's He's basically growing or being a, a key partner uh, in Rydale franchising of, of uh, roofing companies and um, and just being a huge, huge player. And, and he, he speaks that that wouldn't have been possible. He also had other incredible choices. He chose this one over other ones because of that. Well, and I'm glad you actually brought that up, Chris. That was one of the things that was floating around in my head. I listen to the weekly call quite a bit, like the very few episodes I'd say that I miss. And I remember one of the episodes, John Ammer and Austin were talking about how maybe one day they'll start up almost like a, a firm where they go out and they buy contracting businesses and then they, you know, implement all the stuff that they know. And then they go and like, they can flip those businesses or just like build up a big portfolio. And one of the things that was popping into my head, as you were saying, that was that, like if they were to start a fund because they've been making hundreds of episodes of podcasts over the last couple of years, there's all sorts of people that would go, yeah, I'll give them some money to go and do this. Right. And I don't think that everybody needs to go and start a podcast or like go crazy or anything. Right. But I just thought that was cool. Cause as soon as they started talking about that, I went, these three guys are crushing it. I'd absolutely go give them some money and invest into that. Uh, into that fund because like, I know the kind of people they are because they've been building a brand and I've been following along for a number of years. So yeah, it's, it's really cool. Like you just don't know who's listening, who's watching, who's reading, right. Or the, the stuff that could happen as a result. Yeah, no. And certainly again, the, you know, uh, one final comment is I'm, I'm always interested, you know, again, just on the street people, <laughs> Hey, I'm seeing all the great things you guys are up to on LinkedIn. So it works. So number one, you know, we're not saying go out and become, you know, Instagram stars, et cetera. You know, we're really focused and really what we should turn is, is, is really focusing on LinkedIn as a strategy, professional setting, 
you know, we're not going to comment on the others and not saying someone shouldn't in any way. That's not what we're saying. That's a different strategy. That's a different focus. We're saying in a professional, professional, someone's looking again, running a business, looking to be an entrepreneur, you know, and by the way, as well, one thing always it's important is, is that I actually was talking to a startup uh, founder who was up with my daughter um, a couple of weekends ago and he's uh, in the robotics space and, and, and he, his mind, he always says, when someone just wants to be an entrepreneur, he says, what do you mean? Like, that doesn't make sense to me because it's like, no, I want to solve tough problems. That's what he sees entrepreneurship as solving tough problems. So he goes, no, I don't necessarily see myself as the founder all the time throughout my career. At times, I may jump in with other people, collaborate, work together because I want to solve tough problems. So I think always in entrepreneurship, we need to be thinking and we're not always going to be, quote unquote, the person. I don't need to always be the person. You know, again, I'm, I'm actually not the final decision maker in our business. So so again, I'm the head coach. That's what I, I specialize in. And so it's understanding that. So collaboration is really important, you know, and, and so again, focusing on that on LinkedIn. So where would you have people start to recognize that? So I think one of the reasons why I think LinkedIn is such a great platform is I don't think that a resume will be around in 10 years. Like I think that working on a resume is kind of useless because I don't know, I haven't gone out and applied for jobs. I'm sure most of them, including when people are applying for us, you know, they have to submit a resume. But I think that's going to eventually not be the case because if you look at a LinkedIn profile, there's an about section, which is kind of like a cover letter, all of your experiences there, but you can also add a bunch of photos into your experience that brings what you did to life. Um, you know, if you had worked on certain projects in your schooling, you can go and add photos and, you know, like all your licenses, certifications, your skills, your recommendations are right there for people to be able to see. But the, beautiful thing about LinkedIn is that it goes beyond the resume and that you can also do the content. Like you can actually start sharing what you're learning. You can start sharing what you're interested in, what you're achieving. And that way, when you go to apply for a job, which happens a lot, that's, that's how LinkedIn was born. It was basically, you know, it was meant to be a professional network. It wasn't really about the content. So you can apply for jobs, but when you do that, you know, cause I've had, I've posted jobs and people have applied and I go into their profile and I look at the kind of stuff that they're posting. I go, Oh, wow. You know, that person was part of DECA and they came second place. And, Oh, that's really interesting. What, what were they doing? So it gives you the ability to tell a much wider story than just, you know, I did a hundred thousand dollars in revenue. Right. And you can hear the recommendations from the painters, right. Or the window cleaners, you can get them to recommend you right on your profile and you can go and write them a recommendation. So that's where I think people should be starting for me. Like I don't post very much on Instagram. I don't even have the apps on my phone. Like I just, that's not the game that I'm looking to play. And you're right. Like there's nothing wrong with playing that game, but really it's just about every student in our program wants to go on to have a really big life. And I'll say it over and over again. If you're not doing this, then you're just leaving the opportunities on the table. Like if you just think about it logically, you know, who's likely to get more opportunities, the person that has a bunch of people knowing what they're up to, or the person that doesn't, it's pretty obvious which one's going to get more opportunities. So you don't have to be perfect. You don't have to, you know, make these perfect posts. I mean, I look back at some of the stuff that I've posted, some of the videos I've done, I was like, Oh my gosh, but that's okay. Right. It's just like, get a little bit better and keep continue on. Well, actually, that's that's actually something really important as well to understand is, is that, you know, first of all, be aware of what you're posting. I've seen some some uh, some people I know who who are posting things and it's just kind of like, I don't know, there's kind of an edge to it. Like like it's they're being, I don't know, disrespectful at times or just kind of. I know picking a side and, and I guess sometimes people can pick a side, but just be aware that, that, that when you do, you're really, again, unless you're doing it really thoughtfully, you're, you're really also picking a side and other people, good chance. Oh, I don't want that type of person or whatever. Right. Cause there's typically there's, there's two sides to everything it seems in the world right now. So it's just being conscious of that. So, so taking and excluding those things from the comment, it's, it's, you know, John's John points to something really important is, gee, I put something up and 
it wasn't all that great, or that's his vision of it. Well, it's interesting. Last just last night, I was reading a book. I can't remember what it what it is, but they were talking about people being successful in the artistic space. And there's Bruce Springsteen. I know everyone would know of Bruce Springsteen, but Born to Run, it was this famous breakout album. I'm not saying he wasn't successful before a famous breakout album. He was very close to not putting it out. He didn't think it was very good. You know, he's been sitting there now singing those songs for another number of decades, 40, four decades, I think, you know, and and make made a monstrous, monstrous success. So one of the things is, is, first of all, a lot of times we're not the best judge of what is good, what isn't, because I've seen all John's stuff since he's been here. And I always think it's always great that a lot of times we're very critical of ourselves. Now, I don't come back and listen to my podcast. I know it bothers me sometimes. I stumble with the words. I um and ah, I I stutter a little bit, you know. So those are things that that I'm aware of. They if I focus on them, they bother me. They get in the way of my presentation, and it's something that's me. So it's it's important that we're just letting that go. Life's not about perfect, and also in this in this you know space of sharing. People are good with that. People don't want 100% crisp, no, no, no mistakes, no errors. That's not what the world's about anymore. You know, I'm not saying not at all, but but that's something. And then this is something else, and it's huge. Yeah, no, and you're right. And I think it was actually it might have been Gary, might have been somebody else. Doesn't really matter. But somebody had said that the best songs, the best pieces of work, like the best art, are ones that have never been released. Like we don't know how many songs just have never gone out. And I have a friend who's a musician and I always am saying, just put the stuff out and let the market decide. And that's all you got to do. Right. And I think a lot of times like what stands in the way for people and definitely like I see it has stood in the way for me in the past as well is just this fear of looking bad, this fear of like, Hey, if I post this and people don't like it, what are they going to think of me? Are they going to think less of me? And I always look at it like, I don't know, but I just, I'm just going to put it out. Like, I, I don't know. I, I don't necessarily know what it was that got me over that idea. I think I just started just clicking posts and just turning it off and going, Hey, like it just is what it is. Right. And just looking to get that 1% better. And I think what stands in the way for a lot of people and what has stood in the way for me in the past too, is just, yeah, that fear of looking bad. And what happens is that people don't start. And so they never actually get to be better. <laughs> they never have the opportunity to do it. And there's this expression now floating around a whole bunch, which is, you know, like when you first start at something, like you're probably going to suck, but if you do it enough times, you're going to suck so little that you might actually be good. Right. <laughs> and so you just got to continue to reiterate, like change what you're doing. And, you know, I, I do look at the analytics of my post, but I don't think you have to. I think you just need to get started in some capacity, share a lesson that you've learned this year, share something that uh, is on your mind and, you know, maybe it'll resonate, maybe it'll blow up, maybe it'll change your life. But, you know, no matter what, I think the most important part is to just get started, post something. Hey leaders. I hope you're enjoying this episode so far. Since we started this podcast, every person you've heard from, has been one of the incredible alumni of the Student Works Management Program. In large part, that's how I got to meet these amazing people and participate in their development. Starting now and only for the next few weeks, we'll be on campuses across Ontario, Quebec, and the East Coast, interviewing students who think they have what it takes to start their first business and get started down the path of entrepreneurship. If you think you have what it takes or know someone who might be interested, visit leaderspodcast.ca slash apply and start your application process today. Once again, it's leaderspodcast.ca slash apply. Now back to the episode. Yeah, and, and, and I think you're right. I think it's, it's really being aware of that fear of looking bad, that imposter syndrome. What do I, why do I have the right to go and tell people? Well, you're not, 
You know, Johnny, you have to do this. That's not how we talk over here, right? Hey, this is what I recommend. Here's our system. Here's our program. You know, so so it's, you know, Gary, oh, this is what you should do. You know, no, no. Hey, here's what I think. This is what I've experienced. This is what I've seen. It's getting out of our way. Like, yes, you can comment. Yes, it's okay. And and one of the things as well is, is really a, a lot of what we're talking about is maybe video and audio, which is a little bit more free form, maybe a little bit more frightening for people. I know I invite people to my, my podcast with alumni, and I know some of it is I just don't feel comfortable being that transparent or vulnerable or what if I say the wrong thing? It's really great that we get so many people out, so many of our alumni out who, who feel uncomfortable and just do it anyway. And so I, I recognize that. And then video even just more potentially frightening. And so we can just get started with, you know, posting a quote, posting, you know, some, some thoughts, posting, as you were mentioning, sharing about other people in your business or other people who are helping you or, or being, um, you know, guides for you or mentors for you. So, so in, in recognizing their contribution to your success, you know, so there's all sorts of different things that we can share that, you know, just way safer, you know, you know, and another thing as well is, is that I think, I think it's important as well. You know, the last thing we're doing is trying to sort of say, Hey, I want everyone grabbing a mic and saying, I'm the best. In fact, no, that is never where we are. We are the humble warriors here doing the best we can. We don't think we're the best. We're trying really hard. We don't think we're the worst. We're just in the middle here, really committed, really trying hard, really trying to provide the best value in the world. And we're not, you know, uh, again, kind of blowing our horn because we know that doesn't work. First of all, like that doesn't work because we're going to fall off that stage of, of, pumpery or fluffery or whatever we want to say, oh, I'm so good. No, no, no. We're just back doing the work. It's just, you know, thinking about that humble warrior, going to go make a post, not again, not trying to attract attention, trying to provide value. Like that's another thing is what are the intents of our post? What's the intent? So the intent is to share with people Amazing. You know, for me, most of my posts are are in contributions are, you know, sharing, you know, I guess sharing my podcast, sharing the the incredible success that people have in our organization and just being so amazed at at the young people who work for us and the hard work of our coaches and the, the you know, so so it's it's that's really what it is. There's a, a generosity and there's a gratitude. Uh, that that really a, a big part that I'm sharing. Oh, there's a cheerleading. I get all sorts and I see all sorts of alumni who are crushing it. And I and I'm just so, so, so amazed and grateful that I've been able to, you know, participate with them over the years. That, that those are a bunch of the posts that I'm involved with, you know. So so those are some thoughts about intention. Yeah. And one of the easiest ways to get started, I know this is how I got started posting content and now I do more original stuff because I got some frameworks and like Chris had said, I'll put that inside of the show notes as well. And I'll, I'll make it a little bit more general so it can apply to anybody that's listening. But one of the easiest ways to get started is not to create original content that like, you know, you're being the leader in that sense. Like it's from your own experience, but to go and like share about, like we had talked about, you know, I watched all of Gary V's keynotes and here are the top takeaways or one of the best ways. And one that feels really good for everybody involved and still shows future employers, investors, what you're up to is to share about somebody that you're working with, whether it's your coach, uh, another coach, whether it's somebody on your team or production manager, sales manager, painter, window cleaner, right? Even sharing about a client and something that you learned from a client. I know I've definitely learned lots of things from clients over the years um, and, and takeaways. And yeah, so I, I think it's just really easy to, sh- it's much easier, I should say, to share about other people and acknowledging them. And it's just such a great way, you know, if, I, I know I love being recognized and I think a lot of people do. And so if somebody's sharing, like you're sharing about somebody on your team and how great they are, here are the top four reasons I love Joseph, you know, that he's a rock star employee, then like that Joseph guy is going to feel pretty good about himself. And he's, you know, yeah. So I think that's one of the easiest ways to, to get your start. Yeah. I think that's so great. And first of all, it's a winner 
Um, like, you know, you know, again, Joseph's going to think great. Other people are going to go, wow, that's really great that this person's acknowledging, you know, that person. And again, when people see you as, as being grateful, when people see you as being acknowledging others and acknowledging, you know, your part of the ecosystem and your success. Again, if you think about your future opportunities, people actually want to work with people who they, they see that, you know, so they're seeing, oh, wow, you know, and, 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 and again, and acknowledging your clients and, and wow, this, you know, so happy for all my clients. And, and, you know, you know, again, it's, it's one of those things to me is that just seems so easy. And so for a lot of people go, well, yeah, yeah. Well, hold on. Yeah. Like that's, that's good. Those are good posts. Those are really great. That will help build your brand. Like that's, that's, that's super. And guess what? When I read things like that, I got to tell you, you know, it makes me feel good. Oh, there's somebody acknowledging there. You know, again, we'll see that. Like I saw, shout out Alexander Jondron, Max Heinbach just recently. Alexander was, was sharing about Max, who's in the fourth year in our program. He was walking with his dog um, and Max in his fourth year is is just at so at ease running a really successful business, really great margins with amazing people, amazing leadership. And it's just going so well. And she was just sharing about who Max has become in four years in the business. And you go, isn't that awesome? Well, I got to tell you, when I read that, I felt great about both of those leaders, right? And about what they're creating. And 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 Max had a big smile on his face. She took a picture of he walking along. You know, I think I think he might have been out, out front of one of the window clean jobs in Montreal. So yeah, I love that. Yeah, I think it's it's just a great way. Everybody involved will just feel good about it. People looking in on it will feel good about it, and it kind of takes away some of that that feeling that I'm gloating or that feeling that I'm just trying to look good and, you know, just trying to be somebody, you know, it's like, it gets rid of that feeling to just acknowledge somebody else. Right. It's not, Hey, look how great I am. It's look how great this other person is. Yeah. And, and again, that's exactly what we don't want because you're, you know, again, you're going to, we all see, you know, people who try to do that, you know, we're grasping for the ring, we're grasping for the acknowledgement. We see people do that. That is not powerful. You know, um, Jim Collins talks about level five leaders, level five leaders. When they see a problem, they say, it's my fault. I'm the leader. I'm hundred percent responsible. They stand in the way of their team members. Okay. When they see something going well, it's John, it's David, it's Suzanne, it's Rebecca, it's other people, it's Govin, it's, it's somebody else. Okay. So that that's what that's, and that's who people want to work with. And that's what we're, again, we're encouraging. Okay. So, so just everyone, everyone sees it. There's just humble warrior, you know, that's the space. John, one thing I think that might be ha- happen that might be worthwhile is, is just a little bit on maybe your what you you can share on your one page cheat sheet that will that will throw in the show notes for people because I think we've done a good job or at least sorry I convinced <laughs> myself John <laughs> there we go now now after all that we're gonna pat ourselves on the back and like, I've convinced okay. myself <laughs> that we've done a good job everyone listening you know uh, the massive following can can decide if leaders can decide whether we have. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, on the cheat sheet, really, it's going to just break down how to create ideas really quickly and how to make it an easy process. So essentially, it's a a three-step process. So step number one is to choose what is the outcome that you want to create? So is it to entertain people? Is it to educate? Is it to enroll? Like, Are you trying to get somebody to take some sort of action, right? So you, you know, reach out to me for a free quote, like say you're trying to get like a commercial project or, you know, reach out to me for summer opportunities in your, in Niagara Falls, whatever. So you've, you got to kind of figure out why are you making the post in the first place? I think a lot of the times it's going to be to educate slash document. Um, so we'll kind of go off of that framework. And then step number two is to choose a theme or a topic of the post, right? And this is really like, these are value-based posts. This is not really to document things to people, but it's like, you know, you can look in, uh, these are all there. So student success tips or time management, startups, mindset, 
organic marketing, paid marketing, sales for beginners, recruiting for beginners, leadership, just being successful habits, mindset, like, you know, so many different themes that you can have. And then step number three is to choose some sort of an angle. The angles are an observation about something. So what's something that you've observed that you can talk about? It could be actionable, which is really teaching driven content. Uh, so how can somebody do something step-by-step step, motivational content? So you're trying to inspire somebody to take a particular action through a story or an anecdote. You're being analytical. So, you know, breaking something down, a thought, a process, uh, X versus Y, you know, comparing two things for a takeaway or a listicle top five to 10 ways to do X. And so what you're doing is you're actually just going to combine two or sometimes even more, but two of the different aspects. So it'd be, you know, time management plus actionable. And what you do is, you know, you, there's, there's a whole matrix that you can create, but you know, you can just pick a bunch of different themes and angles to put together and then just come up with as many ideas as you can. So say time management and actionable, so that's trying to like teach somebody, get somebody to take some sort of an, an action. And so that that's step-by-step. Step. So the five steps to taking control of your time, right. Or like, you know, student startups plus contrarian, which is not one. I don't, I think I, I don't think I talked about, but it's saying something that's usually considered the opposite. So most people think with startups that it needs to be this big elaborate business idea. When in reality, it just needs to get your foot in the door. You just need to actually start a business, right? And what I found in teaching this to people is that once you have that headline, that general idea, it becomes way easier to actually write out the post because it's just pulling from your own experience, right? So organic marketing for beginners plus listicle, right? And that would just be my top four ways that uh, you can attract clients without spending a dollar. And so you can get like, this is very nitty gritty, but it enables you to actually come up with a bunch of ideas and then begin writing after that point. But the, the hard part for a lot of people is just what do I post? So I wanted to put together a little cheat sheet that would enable you to come up with original ideas. If that's the route that you want to go down, which I think everybody should try because it's a, it's a big time skill moving forward. And one of the other things that I, that I lo love as well is, Life happens because of structure. We set up a structure. You know, again, if you're going to be an elite basketball player, you've got a structure around your sleep, your workouts, your eating, your you know the different drills you're going to do. And so, so if you're going to build your brand, well, what sort of structure are you going to do about it? And say, okay, hey, I'm I'm encouraged. You know, Chris and Chris and uh, you know John have have encouraged me. Well, hey, what structure will I do it once a week? Will I do it once every two weeks? You know, what will I what will I do and say? Okay, hey, I want to I want to start documenting. Maybe maybe I'm running a seasonal business. I'm going to do it once a week during the summer. I'll, I'll do uh, you know a spring and a fall post. Who knows? Like you know, you you just you're just thinking about what 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 do I think? What what can I think about? And and you're seeing. You know, again, and then the other thing as well as was the structure is you're going to see the imposter syndrome. You're going to see, oh, I don't want to look bad. You're going to see, oh, am I trying to look good? All these different things are going to come in. Like, you know, again, you're going to make meaning of the things you're doing. And you and because we've been really great coaches here, uh, <laughs> you're going to go, ah, that's what John pointed out. That's what Chris pointed out. I'm going to let that go. And I'm just going to go post. OK, and I'm just going to go and, and and post the other thing that a lot of times we'll, we'll see people do is they'll do it two or three posts in a row. They'll sit down and create two or three or four and then, you know, just just block out a morning and then they can just let those let those happen in the future. Yeah, that's one of the best practices for sure is to just create a whole bunch of posts. And then you can even use a, a platform called later.com. I think you can do it even for free for the first 10 posts or something, but you could just schedule the posts to go out. And I think, yeah, if you don't have some sort of structure, you don't have it blocked out and you don't see the value of it, then like, you're just not going to be making the posts. And part of the, part of the challenge in having somebody like really get how valuable that this can be for them is that 
it won't happen for two, three, four months, years, like decades. You just don't know when it's going to happen. Yeah, for sure. Like, you know, as you were mentioning with Austin, it was, you know, right away, he was moving on from the program. All of a sudden, a bunch of opportunities popped up. So that, that kind of stuff will happen. But for the most part, I would say, don't expect anything good to happen for the next few years. Like you're just doing it because you're going to be able to look back on it and, you know, future employers or investors are going to be able to look back on it. And I tell you, like, I look back at my stuff a whole bunch. I don't watch back the videos because same kind of thing for what you were talking about, but yeah, like I I look back and I've got this app called time hop, which just brings in, you know, Facebook and Instagram and photos and all sorts of different things. Uh, And it'll show you what you were doing this time, one, two, five, 10 years ago. And for me, it's really cool to look back on that. And I was looking through it today and, you know, I, I had a picture of one of my painters working on this house and I was like, what house is that? And I, Oh yeah, that was that house. And it, it just reminded me of, you know, how great this guy was. And it's just cool to be able to look back on your journey. And, you know, like it's been a number of years. I think this is my seventh year inside of the program. So for me to now look back on my first year being an owner operator, it's just amazing. I just love being able to do that. Yeah. Yeah. And really wish I could, you know, I sort of cut you off Johnny, but it's like, yeah, I wish I wish I could have been taken pictures of my team and, and, you know, that sort of thing. And it just, it just would have been so great. And, and, you know, it's, it, it really is, you know, I have a whole bunch of friends who are quote unquote overnight success stories now, you know, in their, you know, fifties and sixties and, 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 and it's, it's kind of like success happens slow. And then all of a sudden it's like, bang, wow, holy jumping. Like what happened? You know, so, so it's, 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 it's again, elite basketball player. They're taking a lot and a lot and a lot of shots and they're practicing the dribbling and they're running and they're eating right. And they're getting the right sleep to go and eventually they got a shot to make a good team and then they got a shot to get to the next level. And then the next level, it's the same thing here. And what we're saying is people, if you're listening to this podcast, you're up to something. Okay. Let's start documenting it. Let's start, let's start putting it out there. Let's start building that brand, building that brand. And trust us in the long run, it's going to make a huge difference. We hear it again and again and again with, with our alumni, all sorts of opportunities come their way because of what they've done. And now there's this great vehicle called LinkedIn that people can go and, you know, again, just do it in a committed focused way. So John, anything else that we should, we should share about this? Yeah. The, the last thing is, and I think it's been covered a bunch, but you know, Kevin O'Leary, he used to talk about how like the, if you asked him, like, what's the number one degree that somebody should go after? His top three was first was engineering, second was engineering, and then third was also engineering. And now it has changed where now like the number one uh, degree that he's hiring for that he's bringing inside of his portfolios of companies are, you know, just like English majors and people that, you know, are artists and that know how to take photos and do videos and tell a story online, because that's how so much of our, so much of our world is moving towards. And so part of the way that I look at all of this too, and the reason why I post as much as I do, and I put things out, even though I might not think like, you know, subjectively based off of my thoughts that they're the best thing I could post is that I'm just trying to get as many at bats as possible, take as many shots as I can, because I know that if I can continue to get better at the skill, it's going to show up in so many different areas, right? Like for me now, you know, I'm doing a lot of like email automations and building out landing pages and like writing sales copy and all of these skills, like learning how to write and tell a story and get people to take an action is going to show up in your future, regardless of what you do, you're going to do in your future to be able to articulate your thoughts in a way that actually lands with the audience it's just going to come into play, whether it's writing marketing materials, right? Like doing a Facebook ad, or even if it's just being able to like uh, review what somebody else is making for you, right? You might not be the person that's writing all of it, but to understand what makes something work 
will help you in understanding like, Oh, you know, this person actually did a good job. They're doing what they're supposed to be doing. So learning how to tell that story, learning how to convince people to take actions. I just think it's going to be something that comes into play, even if you're just, you know, working nothing to do with marketing or sales, but it's just like writing an email to your boss, asking to set up a meeting and ask for a raise. I don't know, but you know, I know it's going to come into play. And I think just where we're at right now, you know, most of our listeners I'd imagine are kind of 18, 24 kind of range, right? It's like, you're at a perfect spot to be able to learn this skill because you're going to be able to use it for the next 40, 60, however many years. And, you know, where you're putting the story might change. You might not always be doing it on LinkedIn or running a Facebook ad, but the way you tell a story hasn't changed in 80 years and it's not going to change in the future. It's just like what drives human emotion. So if there's anything I want to leave with, it's just like get started now and don't be too hard on sell on yourself. You're probably going to suck when you first get started. And if you keep doing it enough over and over again, you're probably going to suck so little that you might actually turn out to be pretty good. Exactly. And who knows how, how far along we get on becoming a really good content creator. Okay. You know, and that's okay. But, but just, just as we get started, we're just going to document so that later on we get a new great job. We get multiple job offers because of it, or we get strategic alliance or partners want to work with you or whatever, like that's a for sure by doing this, that's just going to happen. Can we, can we break through and actually be a really great content creator? Or as John says, in your role as a leader, you're going to be able to understand better and see, and then maybe comment and, 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 and help, help the content creator who's working with you or the strategic alliance person who's working with you. So, so it's, and this is just such a huge, huge part of, as, as you said, John, our future, right? Like this is, this is, this is happening. So much business is being driven this way. You know, so many, again, lives are being influenced and, and made a contribution. So that's, that's partly as well. It's just, we're, we're make, we're looking to make a contribution. You know, I think about like when I operated to actually, like there were so like the self-help part of the bookstore was like, four feet, you know, wide, like, you know, it was like so few opportunities to learn and grow. There were no podcasts or, or even tapes back then where you could, you could listen to books and listen to ideas. So it has just so reshaped our world. And, and, you know, again, uh, this, this type of space that we're standing in is saying, keep these great ideas coming, keep these mindset ideas, keep, you know, uh, so that, so that people can have better lives as a result of it. Absolutely, Chris. Awesome. Well, Johnny, fantastic. Thanks so much for making a huge contribution here. Welcome back to the Leaders of Tomorrow podcast, and uh, we will talk soon. Sounds good, Chris. Thanks so much. Okay, thanks. Thanks, buddy. Cheers. Hey, leaders. I hope you enjoyed this episode. By now, you are aware that we work with ambitious students every single year to not only help them run their first successful business, but to further their development as a leader and give them an unfair advantage in the future over their counterparts. It's why starting now and only for the next few weeks, we'll be on campuses across Ontario, Quebec, and the East Coast, interviewing students who think they have what it takes to start their first business and get started down their path of entrepreneurship. If you think you have what it takes or know someone who might be interested, visit leaderspodcast.ca slash apply and start your application process today. Once again, it's leaderspodcast.ca slash apply. And I can't wait to see you on the other side.